what is your thesis? I'm a big believer in being authentic and original. The large majority of leaders have like no original thoughts or ideas. They follow other people's templates. They simply regurgitate other people's talking points. And we're often taught, don't reinvent the wheel. Find someone who is where you want to be and do what they do. And I don't think that's bad advice, but if everyone did that, there would be no innovation. There'd be no progress. You can be successful by emulating other people, but you'll never be a great leader. And I don't think you can even be the best version of yourself. You know, last year I started playing with the idea about how entrepreneurship can close the minority wealth gap in America. I floated an audacious idea that the wealth gap poses an existential threat to America's leadership in the world economy. Now, that's an attention getter, I would think. To develop my thesis on how to close the wealth gap, I thought about my own observations in the housing industry. I realized that all the data and advocacy about the growth in the Hispanic sector and so forth had little effect on how big companies treated the market. However, when a few emerging companies that were focused on the Hispanic segment started to achieve scale and took market share from some of the larger companies, the larger companies then responded by making more substantial investments in Hispanic markets. They hired more Hispanics. They invested more in marketing. And in doing so, they created what I call a multiplier effect that I believe actually has accelerated or at least helped to accelerate the Hispanic homeownership rate and Hispanic wealth in America. Now, you can agree or disagree with my thesis, but it is unique, and I believe it's compelling, and it has actually been part of my stump speech that I've presented to Silicon Valley and investors in Latitude Ventures. And I think it's also provoked some interesting conversations by some powerful people. The NARP-10 is another example of a thesis. Now, you can debate the specifics of the principles on the list, but there's no denying that the NARP-10 has had an impact. Original thought is a, is a powerful thing. It's actually what separates us from machines. And it begs the question, what is your thesis? When people think of you as a leader, what comes to their mind? Do you have a unique business philosophy? Do you have a set of principles that guide your life? Vivek Ramaswamy, the 38-year-old entrepreneur and presidential candidate, who I'm not voting for, but he did, he did say something that I found really interesting. When, a, when he was asked for advice by a younger entrepreneur, Ramaswamy said that to be very successful, you need to come up with an idea that is different from what almost everyone else believes, and you have to be right. I thought that was very well put, and obviously it's easier said than done. I don't know if you saw the movie The Big Short, but it was about a couple of obscure investors that believed that, and this is a true story, that the housing market was on the verge of an unprecedented collapse. And millions of people would default on their mortgages. This is back in 2005, 2006. So they made massive bets against the housing market. And because almost nobody agreed with them, 
they were able to purchase short positions on mortgage securities for very little money. And they ended up making billions, billions of dollars when the market proved them to be right. Now, my point here isn't to embolden you to make crazy stock bets, but rather to acquire an appreciation for original ideas and encourage you to develop your own original leadership thesis. Seems like everybody these days wants to be an inspirational speaker or a life coach, but most of them should just quit because they have nothing unique to offer. Now, I've never been to a Tony Robbins seminar, but he's clearly the leader in this field, and he's remained so for decades. Why? Because like him or not, he's an original. He practically invented the industry, and he's very good at what he does. Ray Dalio and Simon Sinek, those guys are two of my favorites. Dalio wrote the book Principles, in which he describes his methods for making key decisions in life and in business. Sinek wrote the book Start With The Why, and his concept of the why has become part of our lexicon for great leadership. Now, you don't have to be Tony Robbins or Ray Dalio or Simon Sinek to be a great leader. In fact, most great leaders aren't famous, but they all have something original to contribute. They have their own set of ideas or principles that are somewhat unique and are understood by the people around them. Thank you for listening to my blog, and here's some additional comments. I mean, this is something that I've probably talked about in the past, the whole idea of being original. You know, leadership is is something that I think a lot of people strive towards, a lot of people study. There's a lot of, you know, books out there and collateral and videos. There's leadership academies, and you hear them talk about the importance of integrity and the importance of presentation and even what I call or what they some, some people call emotional intelligence. But you almost never hear them talk about originality. And I think it's because it's hard. Um, and think about what Ramaswamy said, that you have to come up with an idea that almost nobody else agrees with and you have to be right. I mean, how hard is that? That should be um, the objective. I mean, I guess it doesn't have to be something that everybody disagrees with, but it has to be something that I think is fresh and crisp and compelling. You know, that's the difference between, I think, a good leader and a great leader. I think it's the difference between somebody who is a manager versus somebody who is really a leader. It's an interesting concept, and it's definitely something that compels me and definitely something that I wish more people really strive towards. Thank you.